You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Yo, we are back, punters and dribblers. Welcome to the Hello Sport Podcast, home of unqualified opinion and unwavering bias. There we go, Tommy. Uh, Pleasure to be here with you, good sir. On the Diamantina Podcast Network, globally, universally, we're all over the shop. Galactically trending. Welcome. Huge week, Eddie. Huge week. Normal. As we are recording this, we are watching the cricket, so... This week, we're going to be touching on the test so far, mm-hmm. up to this point. Virat Kohli being a lippy little fucker. Tim Payne's defense of the nation through, you know, maybe some milky lip, but lip nonetheless. He's given it back. Oh, he's given it. It's good to see. Peter Hanscom, where do we see him well, in the national setup? Look, we just, we, I think we call it for, for what it is. Well, look, let's let's not, let's just do it. We won't tell you now, Punish Dribbles, because obviously that lies within, but... Just know we'll be honest. We'll be honest about about Peter Hanscom and where he sits with the national setup and maybe a worthy replacement that might get the hearts fluttering. Needle moving. We'll also talk about uh, the Allen Border Medal. Yes. It's been scrapped. We'll get into it. But the Allen Border Medal is no more punters, dribblers. And also a bit of rugby league. Now, rugby league, Eddie... Is God's winner sport. Oh, God's winner sport. Now, you might ask yourself, why are we talking God's winner sport when God's summer sport is right in the thick of things? Yeah, well, what we'd say there is that rugby league doesn't seem to have an off-season, and this would be one of the scummiest off-seasons in recent memory. Oh, it's a big scummy, scummy mess. Scummy mess. But there's another story that is not being talked about as much. We've got a bit of inside mail on. Wanted to sort of just, you know, wet the whistle a little bit for the punter dribbler. Give you a little bit of off-season gossip. gossip. But also gossip you can get around. Not like the current rugby league scandals that are going on that are kind of disgusting and make you feel sick. Old school rugby league gossip. Old school rugby league scallywag behaviour. Let's rip in for the nation one more time. This is the last one we're doing uh, before New Year's. Well, we've pre-recorded one for next week, but this is our last little live wrap. So, without further ado, Eddie, let's let's really tuck in. Let's really tuck in. Let's here. really tuck yeah. In. Let's get the knives and forks out and tuck into this one. Oh, let's eat, baby! All right, Test cricket. God's summer game. Second Test, mate. This has been a fucking series. Series. Such a good series. It's been so good. It's been fucking amazing. This one's been good at the Wacker. So um, not the Wacker. It's Perth Well, yeah, but you know what I mean. Well, I don't know what you mean. No, because they're I, completely different grounds. I know they are, and I but I like I just feel like when I, when it's a West Australian test. No, no, I get you, I but, I, but I also but I also it. don't get you. Yeah, they're no, not the same. They're not the same place. They're not the right? same place. It's not the stadium. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I, no, no. Just, so let's just should just snip that. In the that's mud. it. So we just. We'll move because on. Because one was the wacker. Right. And and one's not. No, that's correct. No, yeah. you're spot on. No, you're absolutely right. So we're at the non wacker version, mm. which is new. Yeah, up to stadium. But and it's a drop in pitch. It's in not the West indigenous. Australian. It's not indigenous at all. No, this is definitely a. a it's an immigrant pitch. Mm. Now, all dribble to start with, which is not ideal. Well, it's been the hallmark of the podcast. <laughs> it has. Um, thoughts, takeaways from this test. Obviously, as we are recording it, it's not over. Um, Australia are just about to be bowled all out for 207 with a lead of 250. Mitchell Stark and Josh Hazelwood at the crease. i tell you what I'm liking about this. Everyone's talking about Virat Kohli being a little lippy bastard, which he is, right? Oh, he's lippy. Fucking lippy. He's a fucking lippy little shit. But he, is, he, is he second lippiest on the planet 
Maybe after the Reverend. Well, the mongrel, the Reverend, no more. The, yeah. the, the 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 fallen angel, the dark angel that is David Warner. Yeah, yeah, he'd be well. Uh, now I think Dave's been silenced. I'd say that that Virat the Rat Coley. I'm just saying, like he's lippiest on earth, but he's been lippiest shit. Tim Payne has been dragged into it. Now Eddie, we have been justifiably critical of Tim Payne uh, at certain points, but I'm starting to really take a shining to our captain. The I way was that only he's matched Virat with a little bit of lip back, not taking shit. I was only saying that to the boys on the weekend. Now, you and I, um, sort of predating, you know, where we are now, we used to think, bit of a beta. Yes. Now, that was obviously based on zero research. Oh, absolutely, but it was just based on vibe. It was based on vibe, which is all you got in this game. Without your instincts, where are you? Yeah, nowhere. Now, if you think that we walked from Africa and found our way here and have risen to the heights we have as a species without without any instinct, then you're a fucking moron, right? Instinct's basically all we got. So when me and Tom have a gander at this young buck from bloody... Is Tasmania? He's from Tassie? I think well, so. Well, he certainly played for them. Yeah, he's played for so, them. That's where we go. That's what we base that's it on. All we, that's all we need. That's as far back as, that we, um, as our knowledge goes. I mean, we know that his fingers look like twisties. Yes. And we know that he's the best gloveman in the country. But in the world. There you go. But not the best batter. No. Right? Never seen him lead. Never seen him in action, so no. to speak. And my initial thoughts were, look, you don't have the forearms of Pup. You, no, you don't have the beard of AB. Of punter, rather. Don't have the beard of AB. You you don't seem to have the uh, tactical nous of pup. Now, all that rolled together felt a little beaterish. Yes. But I will say now... There's also a lot of talk of, like, being mates with everyone and, like, chasing dreams and being, you know, like a team of fucking integrity and shit. When we'd only been brought up on a diet of piggery and skullduggery, so it's very hard for you just to go, oh, you know, no, sorry, brah. You've had a, you've had a, a diet of pure meat. Your entire life, and now we're just giving you veggies. And I was Did like, I'm win- not ready for that. Well, exactly. Did we win 16 tests in a row twice off the back of... Vegan diets? No. Did we win five World, World Cups on the back of veganism? No. no. So that's where we were a little concerned, uh, I guess a little confronted. Tim's brought in this, along with uh, Justin Langer, the Zendokai master, this new age vegan diet of, of cricketer mm. that we you know now see. But, but what we've seen in the Perth test, punters, dribblers... Is that when prodded? There's a bit of fucking. There's a bit of fucking up and about in him. There's some carnivore in old, oh, yeah. in old Timmy Payne. There's a bit up and bad in in old Timmy. Now even there's if, a bit of Aussie mongrel in him. Tom. Even if his comebacks are very vegan, and which they are, I don't know if you heard yesterday. Uh, him and him and the rat getting into it uh, behind the stumps. Virat saying, "Oh, if you get out, you, you it's two nil. You get out two nil." To which Tim, with a real burn back to Virat, said, "You've got about two year." Big head. Mm. Absolutely. Oh, we got him with the big head call. That big head call was huge. That's one of the, I think it's a go-to vegan call. Absolutely slammed Virat. I don't know whether Virat was so shook by the pure milkiness of the call or whether it actually hurt Virat, a man with a seemingly tiny head, Eddie. Uh, <laughs> but it was it was very milky. Look, it wasn't his best work, but I like to see him up and about. That's it. As long as, he's, as, long as he has a comeback. Just as long as you're not going to stand there and let your country cop it. That's it. That's all I'm saying. That's all, that's all it is. Now, we're not calling for a return to what we saw over in South Africa. Far from it, punters, dribblers. My goodness. But, if but you I, don't stick up for see, your I don't want to see the rat representing a country who's never won a series here in this great land 
getting up and about being a lippy little fucker and our skip say nothing saying nothing that's not that's not that's not about. us that's not us that's and not us. much to our uh surprise eddie uh you know was to see old t-pain t-pain i've got to try and put some voice effects on there because i can't do it but t-pain it was poor t-pain got up <laughs> <laughs> t-pain got up and about for the nation did he not he did now i think that's something that's got a little bit of a tingle back for me a little bit of a throb for t-pain again i can see myself being led by t-pain i'll do a load of whites for t-pain mm. if he needs me to Obviously, if he needs us to, there's always a, there's always a laundry at my house, T-Pain, just mm. so you know. Mm. We'll do the washing for you. Loader White's always ready to go. He is our captain. Yes. And, and we're I behind will, him. I will say this just quickly about his batting as well. I don't know if we said this last week, but he's in the team as the Gloveman, greatest Gloveman in all the world, if, if you listen to JL. Also, JL called him the uh, like the toughest pretty boy he's ever seen. Not mad at that. But... <coughs> but he actually has the highest average of any Australian wicketkeeper since Gilly. Well, there you go. In test cricket. Well, there you go. So. Well, there you go. You like stats, punters, dribblers. There's a stat you drop in front of your mates. Well, that's one you bring out at the, at the Chrissy party, isn't it? Yes. If someone says, oh, I don't know about T-Pain, you go, well, listen, eat champ and listen good. Listen real good. I, let's just talk about the elephant in the room, and that's Risty's Hanscom. Uh, look, I think I, I, I'm glad you brought that up because... <clears throat> Look, I don't want to get two X's and O's with his technique, but well, I will also say, what the fuck is up with your technique, mate? He's, look, to his credit, still has not listened to a single expert. He's he's ploughing ahead. He's running his own race. Uh, why, do I, why do I need to play with the front foot? Well, just, I mean, Ricky Ponting says it, it works, and he's the greatest batsman. Mm. Oh, uh, I don't know, because... That's how you play cricket. Yeah, look, look. How are you gonna get? How are you gonna get forward to a foolish delivery, mate? Uh look, dude. Sorry, but you're not. This is not. This is not working. This isn't how you play cricket. You're standing like two inches away from the stumps. You only play every every fucking run you score is behind square. Um, you get out cutting, or you get out LB. That's it. It's one or the other, and it's you're not getting forward to the ball at all, and. You missed your you missed the, the ball by probably three inches. But that's the problem as well. Last if time. you stand so far back, and this is again me absolutely quoting experts. Of course we are, Tom. If you stand so far back in your crease, so you're so close to the stumps, you miss that ball, it's LB. There's no wiggle room. Well, at the big legs when the pressure's on and you've got a million eyeballs on you and there's a lot to play for, there's a lot There's a lot at stake. I mean, yeah, winning the Sheffield Shield's okay. Hey, good for you, man. But what about the Ashes when the nuts swing in a Trent Bridge under some cloud cover? What then? And you're standing so far deep into your fucking crease that... There's no way you're hitting a swinging juke under cloud cover on a green top of Trent Bridge. Sorry, bro. Two inches happen. out from your fucking... It's stumps. not going to happen. Now, uh, Warney got into it. I'm starting to think that, firstly, Warney and Punter are literally equal for greatest commentators on, on air right now. Punter is so fucking good. He's so elite. Um, uh, this is Warney's tweet. I'd love to be positive about Hanscom, but enough now. It's not fair on Pete to keep picking him. Oh, this is bitching him so hard. <laughs> it's not fair on Pete to keep picking him. It's a lamb to the slaughter. <laughs> oh, my God. I've said it so many times now, but you cannot play international cricket with a technique like that. Stoinis in if fit. If not, then M. Marsh. 
absolutely rinsed by the greatest oh, bowler of all time. Oh, my God. Absolutely rinsed. How'd you be reading that? Dude, it's not fair on Pete. We got to we got to a drop, lamb to the slaughter. We've got to drop Pete for Pete's sake. Yeah, for Pete's uh, sake. Yeah, for Pete's sake. For Pete's sake. For Pete's sake, for drop Pete's Pete. Sake, we got to drop to defend Pete. his sake. Well, for the sake of Pete, for Pete's sake, we got to drop Pete because he's a lamb to the slaughter. But for Pete's sake, drop Pete. Drop Pete. For the sake of for Pete. For the sake of Pete and the nation, though. For Pete's sake. For our sake. For our sake. But for Pete's sake. For all sake. For everyone's sake. For Australia's sake. Yes. It's time to give drop, it up drop and it. move on. Hashtag drop eight. Let's get, get, let's get, let's get a 10 in there. Do you know what I mean? Stoiners. Oh, yeah, like a fucking... Let's get a hot boy in there. Someone that moves a needle. And yeah. you know what needle I'm talking, a real hot boy. A yeah, needle yeah. mover. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's about time we got a needle mover in there to yeah. do a bit of work. Yeah, exactly. Need somebody that can, can work the ball if he mm. needs to, but mm. can swing a bat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Move Gives you needle. both. Gives you both. And also a 10 out of 10 in mm. the needle moving department. All we're saying is, you know... Halfway through the second session where there may be a bit of lull in play and the cameras start to pick up stoyness with a bit of sweat on the forearms. Yes. Gets the needle moving. That's it. Then you say, okay, oh, all right. Yeah. You know, he's, he's fucking 103 balls into a, into a famous 50 on debut in Test Cricket. And that's just the start. He probably goes on for a ton, Eddie. Well. But as he's sweating under the hot Boxing Day sun, mm. the shirt sticks to his body. Yeah, it starts to glisten. It starts to glisten. Grandma gets hot and heavy. It brings the family together on Christmas. It brings the Christmas. family because Grandma faints. Is Marcus batting? Yes, he is. Grandma, oh, okay, now I will bat. We got now it. I will watch. Well, whoa, whoa, whoa. We get Grandma... <laughs> <laughs> you'll get Grandma into the seat, put a fan on her, put her feet yes. up. Yeah. Would you like a cherry, Grandma? Yes. Only if Marcus is giving it Only if Marcus is batting. Also... Rest in peace, my nan, because she's not actually here. But but I tell you what, if anything was going to get her back up and about. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Look, to bow cricket. To bow cricket. I'm going to say here, Eddie, if, can we talk about this like we've won this test? I'm happy to. Famous win. I think it's a famous win. We think, go to Boxing Day one all. I think we go one all. I think Gary has a field down a deteriorating Perth wicket. Yes, exactly. Gets maybe another five for. Does he get a five for ten for for the match? I think so. I'm going to say it right here, right now. Yep. Okay, Eddie. Well, let's talk a little rugby league here. No, it's not the season, but it's it always is the season of rugby league. You know, it is the season of rugby league all year round. All year round. And not There's, for the not for the greatest of reasons, unfortunately. Well, I feel like you shouldn't be surprised though. No, absolutely. I can't remember a rugby league off season that wasn't littered with atrocities. No, time. but this one seems a like stocking full a of stocking full of atrocities. Santa has come down and filled the off season stocking with atrocities. Yes. And good God, what atrocities. Uh what atrocities. I feel like the atrocities this time around. Um, have a little bit more spice to them. Much more Probably spice. a little bit darker, probably a little bit more serious. Gone are the days, Tom, of getting into a bit of a scruff out the front of the King's Cross Hotel. Gone are those days. Yes, or, you know, like shitting in a hallway. Yeah, I mean, now it seems like people are doing some pretty dark shit to 
some very vulnerable people. Yeah, I, I yearn for the day of the rugby league atrocity that we could all see ourselves maybe doing at mm. some point potentially. Mm. Even a bubbler at a stretch, Eddie. You know what I mean? A bubbler. Well, the a bubbler. Huge the stretch, bubbler looks gospel now, Tom. <laughs> the bubbler I mean, looks like they have this on the front cover of the new rugby league game. Yeah, that's how they'd promote the game compared to the shit we're seeing at yeah. the moment. Now, Seriously. obviously, and we say this every time. Everyone is due their day in court, Eddie. Yes, we've 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 mentioned uh, the manager's greatest fullback of all time, Brett Stewart, and his situation. Hmm. All we're saying is everyone's due their day in court. Now that being said, Eddie, chances are that at least one or two or all of these atrocities. There's some behind them. It's the old adage, Tom, where there's smoke, there's fire. Now, if you'd like me to um, slightly tweak my opening statements, I will say Christmas has delivered, Santa rather, has delivered a stocking full of alleged atrocities. Alleged atrocities. Is that better? Nah, look, that's okay. But I For mean, the legal eagles out there? Yeah, for the, for the ones who are sniping around trying to catch us out and we know you're out there, you <laughs> yeah, fucks. Yeah, you fucks. We, we're one step ahead of you fuckers. <laughs> Way ahead Make of no game. mistake. When you top the heap, you got to have seen off, fended off, fucking uh, driven <laughs> through a few atrocities. Exactly. Uh, and we've, we, we, we know everyone's trying to get us to catch a case, but we got our, we've got our own legal eagles that fucking yeah. pour over our nonsense mm. with a fine tooth comb. Yeah. And we're golden, baby. Now, uh, look. Golden. Three uh, years running. Three years running, top of the podcast heap. Now, look, since the off-season sort of really kicked off, I think it started with the Bulldogs sort of dick-grabbing fiasco in the Little pub. D- yeah, that, okay. So that was the Mad Monday for the punter of the dribbler who yeah. has just emerged from their rock. And so there was the dick grab, and there was also Corey Norman videoing himself out on the, with the boys, which, again, wasn't that bad. wasn't much of an atrocity. Oh. I think the rugby league world is yearning for just the Mad Monday slip-up because there was nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong that with That was a couple of blokes sticking wrong dicks with in the schooner glasses on a Saturday night. There's, what's wrong with putting your ball and your dick and your balls into a schooner glass? Nothing. I mean, if it fits, then play on. Yeah, exactly. And if it doesn't fit, good for you. Yeah, I mean, well, <laughs> play on. Play on. Now, the other ones have obviously uh, become a little bit scat. You've got Hayne, Walker, DeBellin, Zane Musgrove, and someone else that is, uh, I, his name escapes me because they're not uh, top line talent, but they're, you know. Um, and then who was, who was caught blowing? That sort of came out during the off season. Canberra player. Oh, Jack Whiten, stinking Jack of piss. Yeah, and yeah, urinating on himself. Pissing on himself That's and fighting right. in a fucking... Then we've had the coaching dramas where, like, everyone's signing, are they going? Wayne's crawling through car parks. Again, contextually irrelevant up against some of the more he- heavy shit we're hearing about, but it's just been a fucking off-season. It's still been well. a fucking shit fight. It's like, did you think? Did you fight. think going into the bloody off-season that you'd hear of of Wayne Bennett almost losing his mind, crawling through car parks on his hands and knees without knee pads. Shocking. On gravel. On gravel, absolutely I mean, the most jarring of minerals. (laughs) The most unforgiving. The The most unforgiving of minerals. Now, it looks like we'll touch on that in a moment, another wicket. We are watching the cricket while we do this. Um, Eddie, there's been a new atrocity which hasn't got out, but it's kind of got out, and it's fucking, again... It's more the atrocity we like, the one we're yearning for, the old, the good old days of the rugby league atrocity, right? Mm. So yesterday in the, uh, the also, news- also just while I've still got it in my mind, mm. um, Chris Dawson charged. Yes, another rugby league so, scandal. You know Chris Dawson I mean? charged, granted bail, former Newtown Jet. I mean, fuck, could it get any worse? Fair call. So in Danny Widler's Sunday paper, mm. he reported of. Uh, 
concern around uh, concern from Newcastle that Mitchell Pierce is getting back to his old ways, playing up a little bit, getting on the drink, being a bit of a fucking lout. Uh, I do know he's recently single. Yes, we've seen that as well. But there was re- like basically Danny was like. If you're listening to the people at the Knights, they basically say they wish Mitch could play rugby league 12 months of the year because whenever he gets a bit of free time, mm. gets a bit of drink into him, mm. becomes a bit of a mongrel, does right. Mitch. Okay. Now, Danny reports that Mitch was at a wedding of Blocker Roach's son. Yep. Best man. Mm. And that there may have been a scuffle between Mitch and someone, another wedding guest. On a bus. Now, obviously, I've got ears in and around the rugby league world, Eddie. Are mm. they great ears? No. Are they salacious ears? Potentially. But ears nonetheless. Uh, ears nonetheless, punters, dribblers. But I can say this. And ears do hear things. It's been confirmed. And from what I hear, again, this is all alleged, but do I've your own research. T- do, do, your, do your own research, but this is what I've heard. Could be complete bullshit. Um, but it might be. So just, again, alleged. Now, it's alleged that it was alleged to me. Who won the fracas? Yeah, so it was alleged to me that there was a bus trip post-wedding. Mm. Full of Taking drink, guests from the reception. To back, probably back where you're partying, having yeah. a good time. Yeah. And uh, a halfback from Newcastle was being... A bit lippy, or not just a bit lippy, but like very loutish on this bus. Mm. And then another patron has told this Newcastle halfback to pipe down, mm-hmm. to which this Newcastle halfback has piped up even more, yeah. fronted up. Well, it's a big call asking a new halfback to pipe down. It is, right? Historically speaking. Historically speaking. And uh, wedding guest allegedly absolutely fed Newcastle halfback, fed. Newcastle halfback. Well, again, not the, not, the, not the first new, uh, Newcastle half to get fed. No, absolutely as, not. As history would as dictate. As history would tell you. So absolutely fed. He was bleeding. Cops came. Okay. And he's kind of like had to be snuck off into the fucking... Bush? No, like back into the hotel. Okay. And And Mr. Widler reports that also, not saying that this was the Newcastle halfback that did this, but that the room that he was staying in also had some damage to it. So he's not saying that any, it was, the damage was caused by a halfback that plays for Newcastle, Eddie, but he is saying that, you know, if it looks like a leaguey, smells like a leaguey, fights like a leaguey, might be mm. a leaguey. Uh, and leaves hotel rooms... Not in the way that they were found. That's it. Then that's often that's, that's the that's, that's the calling card the of calling, the league. It's the call. It's the mo of the league. <laughs> it's absolutely the calling. It's your card classic. Of it's your classic modus operandi. Uh, operandi of, of, of your league. Of your league, particularly those who now play from Newcastle and, and might in be hard back position and have a history of <laughs> doing s- of, of um, silly behaviour, unruly things. Yes, of scallywag behaviour. <laughs> And let's be honest, punters, dribblers, if we can, in the context of the current climate of rugby league, scallywag behaviour remains. (laughs) 
it remains scallywag behaviour. That's all and it that's is. all it is. That's I mean, let's not is. let's not fucking beat this up. No, let's not drown let's just, the man. Let's call a scallywag a scallywag a scallywag, and which in these dire times is, is, the, is the scallywag we need. <laughs> that's it. We need someone to remind rugby league of how to really do an off season yeah, right, and yeah. it's it's scallywaggery. <laughs> it's scall- <laughs> it's pure scallywaggery. It's taking on a big boy when you've had a bit too much in the bloody belly, getting a hiding, going back, <laughs> limping back to your room and playing up a little bit. That's that's pure scallywaggery off-season behaviour. That's play on in the off-season in my before, especially if it's before Christmas time. Yes. Because, yes. look, if it was June, if it was January, February, I start to ask questions it's about your application to your pre-season, pre-season work. Time. Yes, yes. You but if we're looking at some season. pre-December stuff... Oh, you mean the silly season, Eddie? Silly season... I mean, I think it's play on. I'd prefer some scallywag in my stocking mm. rather than this domestic dispute shit. I mean, and if, some you, sexual assault. if you wake up with sexual uh, assault in your stocking, then you've been you're, you're on the naughty list. You're on the naughty list, dude. Santa ain't coming by. That's modern. That's rugby league, Cole, baby. Yeah, that's Cole, dude. Sorry, and that's what I was making light of it. We're just saying. If you were to compare, if them. you were to compare the two, look, Cole's as bad as you can get That's in, it. in Christmas in Christmas terms. terms. So we're not underplaying it at all. No, we're just saying this is as bad as you can get. Yeah, it's Cole. So I think bowing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think we have to, to use bow another it now. <laughs> to use another Christmas term. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. <laughs> a nice um, Christmas bow. Less of DeBellin and Walker, please. Because yeah, that look, is... I, don't, I don't want anything to do with that. No, that. Let's just eradicate that in its entirety. And if any of them are guilty, later, brah. See you later, brah. Uh, No more rugby league for you, brah. Nuh-uh. There's the door, brah. But as for this scallywag stuff... Love it. Don't hide it. More of it. Now, now is is the Newcastle halfback the best person to be doing the scallywag behaviour? I mean, he's got a history of it. Well, look, you can only be a scallywag for so long. Before people start going... You've only got so much, like, uh, sort of scallywag... Well, uh, yeah, well, they... uh, What's the currency? You know what I mean? Once you yeah. burn through all your scallywag currency, you're fucking... Then you know, you're just a pig. And, yeah. And now, yeah, then you, then you have a, like a drinking problem, I think, and you probably need to well, sort your shit yeah, out. Yeah. Well, then, you know, as history again would dictate, you'll be suspended and... Yeah. Your therapy. And, yeah, you do the whole thing. And then you, you get moved the clubs. Thing. You move and clubs look, and you come back, you win Dally M's and shit, and it's all good. Run your own race. Run your own race. Do your own research. And be your own scallywag. But the one that we need, the one that rugby league used to be, not this not this dark times shit. No, no, no. Not for that. Uh, please no more of it. Please no please more, of, no that. more please. of it. Please. Um, and as I said, everything's alleged. So uh, there you go. League legals, take that one. Sue me now. Dior. You know when you call for something, you call for change, you, call, you, you point something out, you think you're a bit outraged or something, and then... The change is, is not exactly what you expect. Now, this may you may be like, Tom, what a weird, vague, and confusing way to start a, a topic, and I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, it is vague, and it is ridiculous, and it is con- confusing. confusing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Alan bought a medal. We've been calling for the end of it because it should be called the Dons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which I think was bleedingly fucking obvious. I don't understand. At the time of naming. Yeah. Whoever. Who Border did not predate the Dons. No. Whoever came up with the Alan Border medal literally needs to be retrospectively sacked mm. and shot and have their like name wiped from. Hung and quartered? Yeah. Hung, drawn, quartered. Uh, we're calling for that. Bring it back. Now, they have scrapped Eddie, and much to my delight to see this, I was like, thank God. Someone. Mm. You know, someone's well, seen the light. Well, because you would have assumed what was next. Exactly. I thought, here we go. Here we go. Uh, about to be rebranded. About to be as rebranded. 
The Don. They've been listening. The Don's Award. Don's. Mm. The Who's Don. the Don this year? Yeah. Or the Don Zerk. Men and women. But, Eddie, they fucked it again. They had a second chance in, what, 25, 30, 20 years? 30 years? Second shot, second bite at the cherry, if you will, and they mm. fucked it again. It's now the Australian Cricket Awards. <laughs> the ACAs. Now, the reason that they got rid of it, the reason they got rid of the Allen Border uh, medal is because they wanted to be more inclusive, inclusive of the women. Now, can I ask, is it, can I ask, does the, the most outstanding male cricketer of the year receive the Allen Border medal still? I think so. Okay. And then I think, I think then the... So the evening itself is called the Australian Cricket Awards, which is super bland. Yeah, super and bland. Has put, there's no effort's been put into that. No, nothing at all. No. It's it's like oh it's a very cricket name for awards. Well, it reminds me of a current affair, exactly. which is also referred to as, as the ACA. Yeah, exactly. Well, like the rugby league's got the Dally M's because Dally M greatest player. Cricket still got the Alan Border medal because Alan Border wasn't the greatest cricketer of all time, which makes no sense. It should have been the Dons. We get that. We moved on. But he was a great player, right? He was a great captain. He's revered. You could argue one of the best captains. Yes. But the award's not for being the best captain. It's no. been for the best the cricketer. Best the greatest cricketer. And yeah. who better to name an award after than the greatest cricketer <laughs> of all time? By a country mile. They, he's, he's first, second, third, fourth, fifth best cricketer. Literally. He literally... Mate, like they're talking about uh, Virat the Rat Kohli after he got uh, another 100, his 25th test ton. He's the second quickest to do it, Eddie, in 100 and maybe 15 innings, 105 innings. Don did it in 68. Don did uh, 25 tons in 68 innings, brah. 68, brah. And you're not going to name the award after him? Every year this rears its ugly head, and every year I'm still a little upset, but this year I thought there was change. And we've been denied. We've Once been again. denied and we've been let down. I just think that if it was it was the perfect opportunity to put a brush through the whole, or a broom through the whole award system. Yes. Maybe even start putting some asterisks next to uh, one Shane Watson, who I can't believe won two in a row. Two in a row. Look, we... I mean, that's the. I mean, look, no offense, bro. No offense to Shane, bro. No offense, but... bro. But yeah, uh, you we know. crunched some numbers last week. <laughs> we did, you we didn't did. get a fucking ton the whole time. I think you must have just got a lot of solid eighties. We did. We we crunched the numbers. Uh, I think it was four tons, twenty three fifties. Yes. Um, and in and around the period whereby you won your back to back, Alan Borders should have been the don. Should have been the don. Um. Little questionable performances during that time. Yeah, uh, was every other cricketer on holiday? Our memories don't go back that far. No, again, Dior. Yes, but you know, I think if you're brooming the whole thing, if you're renaming it the ACAs, you should have put some asterisks next to Shane. That's all. And and you know what? Okay, if if we asterisk Shane, you know, so no one won that year and the year after, (laughs) then. Maybe yeah, we we include the 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 women's own award named after Eddie, the famous women's Elise Perry. No, you can't name it after while she's still playing. I'm not. I thought you would know, Belinda Clark. Maybe yeah. Okay, sure. Sorry, household name Belinda, friend of the show. Sorry, Belinda, my uh, my bad. Yeah, Eddie's bad. Um, but look, it's hot today. It is very warm. Uh, if you you have Belinda Clark's award for the greatest female cricketer, cricketer. Mm. Again, if it's not Belinda Clark, Dior. Uh, and then drop Alan Border. Just go, sorry, bruh, we've not only taken your awards night away, we're not even going to name anyone after you. No, you're not getting anything. Well, no, who was the best Who was the best cricketer, uh, the captain this year, domestically? Yeah. So who was the best Shield captain? Yeah, who was the best Shield captain? That's, that's, that's now the, the Alan Border medal. Perfect. There you go. That that's wasn't nice. hard. No. And look, not that big a downgrade. No, not much. We'll give you we'll give you greatest state or maybe grade captains 
nationwide. Yeah. Best best club captain. Best club captain, first grade for Sydney. New South Sydney Metropolitan Area. <laughs> Sydney Sydney South. Sydney South. Like Cronulla. Like yeah, yeah, the Cr- Sutherland Shire. Greatest Sutherland Shire captain in the great competition. I'm not sure if you're a Victorian. Third grade now. I don't know if you're a Victorian or not, though, Alan, and probably deserve a lot more respect than we're giving you. <laughs> One of the greatest captains I've had, but... Well, the greatest. The greatest. But all we're saying is... You can't be taking this award off Don. I don't understand. Like, I would be, I would be asking if someone was to change, I'd be like, could we not? have me here because it's glaringly obvious that there's someone else in the room, even if it's just his ghost at this point, who's furious about the naming of this fucking award. Was he frozen? The Don? Mm. I feel like he might have been, Eddie. That's very... I mean... Do we wheel him out? Do we wheel him out? Is he in some sort of permeable box? Yeah, right. Some sort of perspex glass. Yeah, perspex. That's what I'm looking for. In a block of ice behind. Mm. Mm. And do we roll him out and just sort of... He sits there. <laughs> just looking over everyone. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> now you've got an award show. <laughs> Punters, dribblers, this is our uh, last podcast before Christmas. We have rec- we've got a podcast coming out next week that we've already recorded uh, with the great Dylan Buckley of the GWS Giants. Um, and hell of we'll a listen, probably, partners. Hell of a listen. And then we'll probably drop a best of around Christmas, New Year's uh, because... Uh, tell me that doesn't get you hot and sweaty. Yeah. Stoiner style. Stoiner style. A best of? Yeah, wow. Now you may say, look, I've been crying out for a best of for years now. And to that I'd say, well, Tom's... J- Generally speaking, historically speaking, been a little too lazy to get one together. Correct. This year, he's promised me as a Christmas present that he will do so for you, the punter and the dribbler. Bit of a stocking filler. Put it this way. It's probably going to drop maybe Christmas Day. No. As our Christmas present to you. No, the best of won't. (laughs) It won't drop Christmas Day. Around Christmas time. Well, look, it'll certainly be within the silly season, the scallywag season. Uh, so next week Dylan Buckley week after that best of week after that we're back on deck baby 2019 let's ready to rip in and maintain our position top of the podcast heap yeah um, punters dribblers it's been a hell of a year it's been a huge year punters dribblers like to thank you all very much for taking us to heights we never thought possible mm. for bloody snorting growling howling and prowling with us yeah I mean I hope you all have a good snort good howl good growl good, good prowl this festive season absolutely that's the least you could do for jesus mm. that's what jesus would want snort for jesus absolutely growl for jesus and proud and for proud jesus. for jesus that's what we'll be doing mm. so for all your support we thank you and we'll see you in 2019 see you in 2019 could you two just not talk anymore <laughs>